sharing your gifts of music with us and Pastor Kathy uh, for your reading. Our scripture passage today, of course, comes from the Old Testament from uh, Joshua 4, appropriate for Memorial Day. Let us pray. Wise and loving God, may the words of my mind and the meditations of all our mouths be acceptable to you today and always. Amen. Some weeks ago, during the stay-at-home order, a husband and wife, a couple, a masked couple, barged into the church office and asked our administrative assistant, Wanda Anderson, to go into the fellowship hall. Well, this couple were strangers to the church, and they shared back with her that they were from, yes, Fort Lauderdale, a hotbed of the virus. So Wanda began to talk back and forth with them about why they may have wanted to go into the fellowship hall of the church. The couple shared back with her that years ago, back in the early 1980s, that was the location where they had gotten married. For the fellowship hall here at United Church, of course, was the sanctuary many years ago. And they had driven across the state to take this field trip to go back to the exact spot where they had gotten married. Well, of course, as Wanda always does, she revealed to them hospitality brought them into the fellowship hall, and there was such joy and laughter as they remembered that event from 30-plus years prior. Well, upon leaving the fellowship hall and driving back to their home, they went onto United Church's website and found my email and thanked me for allowing them into that place. They shared with me the reason why they did it. They were in and around the virus hotbed. They had not been out of their home for quite some time. And they simply wanted to, as they put it, take a spiritual field trip to a place where they would feel good. And in that email, they shared back with me a one-liner that I would share with you. They said it was extraordinary how remembering how God had been there for us in the past gave us so much confidence that God is there for us in these times. That couple from Fort Lauderdale really nailed it. For as we walk back into Joshua 4 today, part of what we learn about our faith in God is that we are often strengthened, given peace, comforted when we are willing to go back to the future, when we are willing to remember what God has done for us in the past, we have that much more confidence that God will be present for us as we embark on an unknown future. Go back into this really neat scripture passage with me. You'll recall that once upon a time, God called Joshua to lead God's people, the nation of Israel, across the Jordan River and into the Promised Land. Uh, in getting across the Jordan River, God stopped uh, the river in a miraculous way, and God's people and Joshua were delivered into this uh, space despite 
uh, all of the uh, evil and struggles that they had faced. And when they finally got into the promised land, uh, Joshua reminded the people of what God had called them to do. Before just running into this great new territory that they were all enthused about, Joshua said, remember the call of God that God shared with Moses and that God shares now with all of us. Before just going into the promised land, I want each one of you, 12 of them, to go and gather together a stone from the riverbed. So 12 people, which was said to be uh, symbolic of the 12 nations of Israel, went and gathered together a stone. And then Joshua asked those 12 people to clump those stones together into what would be a memorial forever and ever. So they clump the stones together into a memorial, and Joshua shares back with God's people, as we go forth into the promised land, when your children ask you about what happened at this spot, I want you to remember how God was present for us here in this moment. Tell them the story of how God delivered us in this moment. And the memorial, according to the scripture that Kathy uh, shared with us just a few moments ago, would stand throughout the centuries. So that any time one of God's people went back to that spot, to that marker, to that memorial, they would remember how God had been present with them in difficult circumstances. Now, why did God ask them to build that memorial? Not to meet God's unmet ego needs. It's not as though God was up in heaven saying, I need a shrine to be built on behalf of me and what I did for these people. No, God asked the Israelites to build that memorial to help them, to want to remind them that as they moved forth into the future, there would be a place where they could go and remember what God had done for them in the past. Humor me for a moment. If you were one of those Israelite people going on into the promised land, where would you go next time you encountered adversity? Next time the enemy came? Or next time you had to deal with a health issue? Or next time you had a problem with a child or a grandchild? Or next time you had to deal with a virus or something along those lines? Where would you go? Surely you would take a field trip back to that spot to remember what God had done for you and for your people in the past. And that would surely give you strength and confidence as you face the future unafraid. And by the way, this is not the only moment in Scripture where God's people built a memorial like this to remember God intervening. Uh, for example, in the story of Jacob, uh, we're told that when God renewed God's covenant with Jacob, uh, he built uh, pillars in Bethel to remember the spot where that occurred. Uh, in the story of God delivering the Ten Commandments uh, to Moses, uh, the people uh, built uh, stones in that spot to remember uh, God's intervention in that moment. That all over the Old Testament, we're told that often when God intervened, God's people would go take stones and build memorials to mark that exact spot. Why? Not because God needed it in heaven, 
but because God knew that those people would need to be reminded of God's work for them in the past. If you came to worship today with a concern, how might it be comforting and bring you peace if you were to go back to the future? For example, if you're concerned about your health or the health of someone you love, how comforting might it be to go back to that time when you were dealing with a health issue and God intervened and brought healing? Or if you're concerned about a child or a grandchild, how comforting it might it be if you went back into your life and remembered another time when God was there for you and got you through a moment with a child or with a grandchild? Or if you're present this morning concerned about the state of our world, saying there has really never been a time in my life I've had quite like this, except for maybe just a few, what comfort might it be if you went back to that era of your life when God did deliver you through a hard circumstance and said, that is the same God who is with me now. What would it mean if we all went back to the future? St. Augustine, the author of the book, The Confessions, many years ago, put it this way. He said, memory is a powerful force from God, an endless chamber. What a shame it would be, said St. Augustine, if we Christians did not make use of that chamber. was reminded of uh, Augustine's comment when uh, just last Sunday, Debbie Bonavita, who is our children's church coordinator here at United Church, had uh, the children, including my children, uh, up on Zoom for their children's church on the computer on Sunday morning. And Debbie, who you know has a thick New Jersey accent, uh, was sharing back with the children about what had happened to a boardwalk during Superstorm Sandy that had been destroyed. And she said she remembered being there in New Jersey when the boardwalk was built back and came back. And she asked all of the children, what can you remember from your life that was destroyed or got hurt but came back? And in that memory, there was such great strength. She encouraged them to go back to the future. When the Israelites arrived at that memorial, as they went forward, they were blessed by always remembering that God had been with them in the past and would be with them as they went forward. You see, I think one of the, 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 the struggles and temptations that we have as we move forth into an unusual and unknown future is we just make believe that God isn't going to show up in that future. Well, part of what brings us confidence that God will show up is to remember how God has been faithful and has shown up for us in the past. In recent days, I was uh, reading a news article about a memorial where many have been gathering over the weekend to pay tribute to our country. Actually, in uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the memorial of where United Flight 93 went down uh, during September 11th. And uh, folks were writing about this place as being an unusual Memorial Day location this year because, of course, it was out in the field where you could practice uh, social distancing. 
And there was a minister there uh, that was remembering Flight 93. There's 93 feet of a tower there as well as 40 aluminum chimes. And uh, he was talking about the power of remembering those who had sacrificed for our freedom, including those who were on uh, that uh, fateful flight. And he shared back with the group in his message, we ought to pray right now, yes, but we also ought to remember. For if God got us through that circumstance, will not God get us through this one? Those stones were memorials to the nation of Israel forever. I also read uh, this past week a blog from a resident of Marco Island who was blogging a little bit about the Vietnam Memorial Wall that many of us visited here on the island back in February. In fact, United Church's Missions Committee uh, made a generous contribution to bring the wall uh, here to Marco, and I know many uh, were present and, and got to see it, and our family got to see it too, and it was really, really neat. And uh, the author of this blog was talking about, was it perhaps coincidence or fate that the memorial wall got ushered off of Marco Island in late February, and then meanwhile, in, in March, the virus got ushered in. And he shared in his blog that it may have been somewhat of a God incidence or fate. And from his perspective, uh, what that might have meant to him was, as we remembered Vietnam and the hardship of what occurred and those who lost their lives and the political ugliness of those years, we right now remember a similar hardship of those who are losing their lives and are struggling and of some of the political ugliness that we have been hearing. And part of what we remember is that just as God brought us through, delivered us through that moment in the late 1960s, early 70s, so too might that same God be present with us right now. May these stones be a memorial for the people of Israel forever. I know that uh, going back to the future has been a particular strength uh, for me recently in my ministry. Uh, for one of the uh, modern benefits of email is that it remembers everything. Do you ever go back into your email and you type a search at the top of it with a couple of keywords to remind yourself of an email or an attachment that you may have sent many years ago? I remember when I sent all of you a letter uh, talking about the need for uh, the church's finances to uh, be front and center during this uh, pandemic and asking you for your generosity, I typed in stewardship letter because I had remembered back in 2008 during that financial crisis writing a letter similar to my church in Raleigh, North Carolina. And sure enough, that letter appeared on the screen. I didn't use it word for word. But in seeing that letter, I was reminded that God brought me through that one. Very similar thing uh, happened when we reopened the bargain basket. I sent out a letter to the volunteers, uh, thanking them for their time and thanking them for their service and coming back up to the store. And I typed in bargain basket letter in my email, and there popped up the letter I had sent to the volunteers after Hurricane Irma in 2017. And there were parts of that letter that were similar and parts that were different. But I remembered in looking at that letter 
that God brought me through that as well. May these stones be a memorial for the people of Israel forever. When we're willing to remember and go back to the future, what blessings does God bestow upon us? Many. I recall another time uh, in my ministry when I was in San Antonio, Texas, and our church was adjacent to a nursing home with various different levels of care, including a level of care for advanced uh, patients who were dealing with Alzheimer's. And uh, once a month, one of the ministers would go uh, to that nursing home and would lead a uh, worship service uh, with them. And I remember on the month that it was my turn when I first uh, went there, I shared with them a scripture and a little bit of a message, but I couldn't get uh, anyone's attention. They were all in a circle around me, and uh, it was pretty chaotic, and I don't sense that any one of them really heard me or was able to identify me even as a minister. So a couple of months went by, and there was multiple clergy at this church, and it was my turn again to leave worship there uh, at the nursing home. And this time, as I asked one of my ministry colleagues what she did, she said, why don't you bring Holy Communion? And I brought Holy Communion into that space, and it was very, very chaotic. And uh, I began to uh, bring it out of my uh, uh, faraway communion kit, and I said, the words, do this in remembrance of me, and as I began to share back that liturgy, and as they saw that image of bread and cup, it was absolutely amazing how much peace came into that room. For years worth of, dare I say it, memories came flooding back, and in that moment, there was great confidence in the presence. Why? Because they have remembered the past. May these stones be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. On this Memorial Day weekend, I pray that we would all remember those who have sacrificed and served for our country, yes. But I would also pray that all of us would remember what God has done for each one of us as individuals and for our country as well. For when we go back to the future, there is so much strength, peace, and hope that comes to each one of us. I thought I would conclude this morning with a personal story from our family. Of course, we've been spending a lot of time together. <laughs> Uh, this past week, as many of you know, there was uh, smoke from the uh, awful fires in uh, Naples, just across uh, 951 and around Alligator Alley. And there was uh, one morning where here on Marco, um, my seven-year-old son was able to kind of smell a little bit of smoke. And as he was on the computer doing uh, Zoom school with his friends, many of whom live in Naples, uh, there was conversation about the fire. And so Nolan, who was seven years old and in first grade, was a little bit anxious about this fire. And he, uh, after his Zoom session, closed down the computer and came into the kitchen and uh, found Emily and I and, and said, uh, Mom and Dad, you know, I'm really scared about this fire. And we uh, shared back with him at first uh, an explanation. We said, uh, no worries, honey. Um, you know, we live on an island. The fire can't, you know, come across uh, all the water. I think we're going to be okay. And, uh, he was still a little bit anxious about it because that didn't quite work so well. 
and he began to keep talking about the fire. And so this time we decided to do some rationalization. And uh, I was sharing back with him about how the fire did take people's houses and cars, but thankfully they were able to evacuate, and so it didn't do any harm, and all of that stuff is just stuff, right, Nolan? He said, yeah, right, but he was still, you know, very anxious, and I could tell he wasn't happy about this uh, fire situation. He was still talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and would not let it go. And he was in the kitchen just uh, continuing to talk about it and ask questions about it, and uh, finally, my wife, Emily, just rolls up the screen on the sliding glass door, and she points to the house down the canal, and she says, Nolan, do you remember that house after the hurricane? You know, the one whose roof got ripped off? And Nolan said, well, yeah, Mom. And she said, well, look at it now. What happened to it? And he said, well, now they have a new roof. And Emily shared back with him, and so it will be with this fire. And there was such peace in our kitchen for first grader in that moment. It wasn't rationalization. It wasn't even explanation. Rather, it was remembering how something in the past had come back and had come back stronger. If you're scared to go forth into the future today, go back into that future and trust that God will show up. For surely He will. Surely He will. Amen. Please stand together for our closing hymn.